And boom, we're back for another episode of AlphaCast. I'm Mike Winter, and I'm here as always with Dr. Bear Paul Lando coming to you live and direct from the beautiful Smith River in the great state of Jefferson, where freedom still reigns supreme, uh, fall is in full effect, and we just love living here and are have so much gratitude for Mother Nature and everything she gives us every day on the farm and um, in this beautiful uh, valley that we're in, surrounded by mountains and nature. It's just uh, it's just quite a life, Bear. We're so blessed to be here. And like I say, I kiss the ground every morning I wake up. So. Uh, thanks, Bear, for rallying me to move here five years ago, move my family from Los Angeles. Greatest decision of my life. And um, we are so happy to have um, friends and family moving here. As I've said in, before, my parents have moved here. Uh, we have uh, Alpha Vedic community moving here um, and uh, creating community, which is what we're all about. So if you want to know more about us and our farm and everything we're up to, you can follow us on uh, alphavedic.com is really just the best place to go. And you can join our community, our online community on telegram at t.me forward slash alphavedic or on discord at discord.com forward slash alphavedic. And of course, we do have a GoFundMe running still um, that is going towards projects on the land so that we can continue our in-person education and workshops that we are hoping to launch in the spring and summer. Deb Lando has amazing things to share as a master gardener. Uh, just being in her presence on the land is uh, worth the trip up here. And of course, Bear, um, as the mad scientist and the spagyrics lab that we'll be creating is gonna, that's gonna be a lot of fun, Bear. And I'm really looking forward to having those workshops next summer, especially I understand you're maybe taking some, doing some more education over the winter, right? So um, always, always educating ourselves, always trying to expand our horizons. I'm always reading about seven or eight books at a time. So um, very excited about everything that's happening with Alpha Vedic. Uh, today, we have Kathy O'Brien on. Uh, very excited about this. Been following her uh, story and her work forever. Kathy O'Brien's escape and recovery from MK Ultra mind control enslavement is a testament to the strength of the human spirit and power of love. On August 3rd, 1977, the 95th U.S. Congress opened hearings into the reported abuses concerning the CIA's top secret mind control research program code named MK Ultra. On February 8, 1988, a top-level MK Ultra victim, Kathy O'Brien, was covertly rescued from her mind control enslavement by intelligence insider Mark Phillips. Transformation of America is the first documented autobiography of a victim of government mind control. Kathy O'Brien is a healed and vocal survivor of the Central Intelligence Agency's MK Ultra Project Monarch, the Project Monarch Operation. In the book, Access Denied for Reasons of National Security and PTSD, Time to Heal, Kathy and Mark detail how they survived uh, to globally release pertinent facts on mind control and healing from it. This testament to the strength of the human spirit and power of love details the otherwise suppressed healing methods Mark taught Kathy to reclaim control over her own mind and life. Now people all over the world are applying this healing information to themselves and are reportedly healing from varying levels of trauma, abuse, PTSD, torture, and or control. 
Knowledge is our first line of defense against mind control. And on this special podcast, Kathy is going to share truth that made her free. And boy, is it going to be quite a show today. Uh, Bear Lando, uh, we've been talking about this one for a number of years now, and we have Kathy on. It's pretty exciting. And you're muted right now, Bear. Bear. Kathy. Yes. It seems, it seems, oh, there he is. I was going to say, it seems like Bear got froze there for a second. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I just had a new modem installed because the weather beat up my old uh, satellite there. So uh, hopefully this will work for us today. Is my mic on? I think I remembered to turn it on this week. Uh, yeah, I think it's sounding good. Okay. So sorry about that, Kathy. So wonderful to, to have you here. Uh, just really an honor to, to have you spend some time with us. And as I was sharing with you earlier, you know, I've been aware of your story for a long time and uh, shared it with many people, uh, you know, as well as your book. And, you know, the, the thing is, is with most people, that kind of activity will say is so far out of their realm that they can't even believe that things like you know, what you went through in your life experience even existed, uh, myself included. When I was early on in my practice, I had the first of what would become many um, victims of uh, ritualistic abuse. And the first few that I saw, I honestly didn't believe what they were telling me. You know, they got into their parents' uh, satanic practices and, and just horrendous things. And, you know, I'd kind of be with it the best I could, but it made me very uncomfortable. And, uh, and I really didn't think they were telling me the truth. And then, uh, you know, with a, a number of clients uh, over a period of time and thoughts that I was able to connect and also with the techniques I used to help these people, you know, we would really get into the neurology of these individuals and get verification that, wow, there's there's something seriously tampered within here and uh, certain types of compartmentalization that I could even verify neurologically. So um, when I came upon your story, you know, it didn't stretch my imagination anymore. And uh, I think the most uh, important thing here is to take your story. And, and I know that's why you're doing what you're doing and draw the parallels as far as how this activity is going on on a mass level to manipulate the minds of entire populations. And boy, it seems like it's really coming to a head right now. So um, I, I think maybe, you know, most of our audience is very uh, aware of your story and your history, but maybe uh, if you just share some cliff notes as far as how you got here, and I apologize, I know you've done this a thousand times, uh, but, you know, just to kind of bring us up to speed for the people that don't know your background, and, uh, you know, then we can get into some good stuff as far as, all right, what do we learn from this? And uh, the last thing I'll say, Kathy, is, uh, you know, I admire you so much because what you went through and to come out the other end is, is just phenomenal. And, you know, the, the clients that I had in the past, um, it was really an ordeal to help them recover. And they didn't go through near what you went through. And for you to successfully come full circle, uh, it just tells me one thing is that you were born with a job to do and, uh, and you know, you're playing a, a very important role for us all. So thank you for that. And, and so, okay, so maybe let's just start off with uh, you bring us up as far as how, um, 
how you came to this position and, uh, and past experiences, how they played in. I, I really appreciate that introduction and the, the soulfulness of what you've done to help others. And it is, mind control is an invisible menace. And my owner in MK Ultra Mind Control, U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd, always said that good people don't think to look for this kind of criminal activity. And, and he, was, he was right about that one thing, because good people don't, don't even know that that kind of evil exists on our planet, but it does. And it's something that we all need to face. I think everybody's eyes were opened uh, much more in 2016 to the reality of human and drug trafficking across our border that the CIA was involved in. And that's something that um, was definitely a part of my life's experience, but that human trafficking wasn't really named that back when, but I was born directly to it, into it in 1957 in Muskegon, Michigan. The Nazi and fascist scientists had brought, been brought over from Nazi Germany um, in Project Paperclip. And they brought with them not only information on propulsion and all like that for that kind of rocket science, but they also brought in the information on mind control and how they were manipulating the minds of the people, how they were altering the knowledge base through the education system, like with Hitler's youth and all like that. So this was something that wasn't even new by the time that I was born into it. What was known at that time is that multi-generational incest created a heightened suggestibility in children. And ultimately that is the goal of the pedophile agenda. Why we're seeing so much pedophilia um, sanctioned and even promoted in our schools is because ultimately it is part of the mind control agenda. We didn't win the war, we brought it over here and it has only expanded into global mind control as it was intended from the very beginning. It was Adolf Hitler and George Bush that termed it the new world order. So what I experienced, even though it was beyond most people's realm of understanding or even believability, Back at the time, the fact is, it is very pervasive, and it's something that now all of society is, is starting to see and experience. My father's sexual abuse of me extended into child pornography. And this was way back, like in the early 60s, the early, early 60s. And the local Michigan Mafia child pornography ring was being sanctioned by a faction of the U.S. government that was interested in the CIA's MK Ultra Mind Control project. They were very much interested in combining what the Catholics had learned about the effects of trauma on the human mind with the Hitler-Himmler research and also applying technology since we had so much advanced technology coming on with television and everything that um, it made for a very, very powerful form of mind control. So it was actually being sanctioned back then. And my father was caught sending pornography of me through the U.S. mails and was granted immunity from prosecution if he would agree to sell me into MK Ultra Mind Control. It looks like our justice system is like totally eroded. It's something new today. It's not. This has been going on a long time. We need to, we need to understand that what we're seeing today has been going on. It's not something new. It's been going on a long, long time, and it's just now coming to light where people can see it. 
And knowledge is our defense against mind control. Awareness is the first step towards positive necessary change. So what seems like darkness, you know, prevailing right now isn't. It's actually what's been going on a long, long time finally coming to light. And that includes the sanctioning of pedophilia that was going on in our court systems under the cover of national security. So my father agreed to sell me into the project. The local politician who had approached him was part of my grandfather's Blue Masonic Lodge and was actively involved with um, other politicians as Gerald Ford. He went on to become the unelected president of the United States as his reward for covering up the Kennedy assassination with the Warren Commission. Gerald Ford headed the Warren Commission. While he headed it, he was also part of MKUltra mind control operations. He was pedophile, human trafficking ops. Human trafficking is the funding mechanism of this globalist new world order socialist, communist, Marxist, whatever we want to call it, this dark agenda that's going on is being funded by human trafficking. That was going on back then. My father was prostituting me out to the different political leaders. He was prostituting me out to the local police. Um, and then once he agreed to sell me into the project, he was flown to Boston, Massachusetts, where he was trained by Cardinal Law of the Catholic Church. This is a cardinal law that we saw a few years back implicated in the Catholic child abuse scandal and for their deliberate um, sanctioning of pedophilia within the Catholic church for the purposes of MK ultra mind control and this new world order agenda. It was very deliberate, but they were caught and cardinal law was, you know, as is so typical, he was just simply flown to Rome and promoted. Um, in the wake of that Catholic child abuse scandal. But nevertheless, he's the one who trained my father on how to raise me in the project, how to manipulate my subconscious mind. Because when trauma occurs, the brain automatically compartmentalizes memory of the events so the rest of the mind can function normally. It actually shuts down the neuron pathways in the brain. I was so glad to hear you mention that the, the neuron um, aspect because it's, it's crucial to the ultimate healing process and for us to understand our own mind-brain function. That information has been suppressed under national security from the mental health community, from education, for, for my whole life. But back then, Cardinal Law knew about it and he taught my father how to manipulate my mind using NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, the language of the subconscious, because with all the compartmentalization from the traumas that I was experiencing, my subconscious mind was wide open to being easily led while my conscious mind was no longer available to me at all. I lost all free thought from so much trauma. It's not that I could judge what my father was doing was wrong because he was sexually abusing me from infancy and I didn't know anything any different. But my, my body experienced the pain and the suffocation just the same. So my brain automatically responded by compartmentalizing that off and shutting down the neuron pathways. That is professionally defined as the mind's sane defense to trauma too horrible to comprehend. And while it's being used in a horrific way right here, 
this information on our, how our brains and our minds work is so phenomenal. And it's so exciting. I can't wait for everybody to wake up to what's been going on so we can move forward in, in light of the miracles of what we have been born with and what our birthright is and how resilient our bodies, minds, and spirits are. It's it, we're phenomenal and we just need to realize it and start taking back our own power. But yeah, back I then I, I didn't know any better. And my brain. No, had, I, I just had, said agreed. Uh, please go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, my brain had um, compartmentalized the sexual abuse and the pornography and, you know, of course my father's abuse. And, and then once Cardinal law, um, became involved, then I was subjected to a lot of occult ritual because blood trauma is very horrific. And it is the um, Satan, the whole reason behind Satanism is for mind control purposes. It's very much a part of CIA MK Ultra operations, and it is promoted accordingly, even to the extent where Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, the founder of the occult temple of Set that's proliferating on our military bases has been allowed to use Satanism and occultism and blood trauma and horror for mind control purposes of our military, because mind control is used on and by the U.S. military. It is covered up under national security that much further. But I wasn't targeted for um, eventual use in the military. Mine was for um, purposes of being used on a White House Pentagon level, totally robotic, completely, completely unable to think for myself and only do exactly what I was programmed and tortured to do for um, this same criminal faction that's in control of our country today, that stole elections 2020. These people have been um, sneaking in behind the scene for a long time and funding their operations with, with human trafficking. But nevertheless, as Gerald Ford's political career escalated, so too did my victimization in MK Ultra Mind Control until I was right there in the Washington, D.C. swamp carrying out the, the bidding of these perpetrators, this, this criminal force that's manipulating the minds of society and has been for a long time. They know that when trauma occurs, that our brains become highly suggestible. That's when we're most easily led because when, when trauma occurs, it's as though the conscious mind takes flight and people just are like in a freeze moment and highly suggestible and manipulated at a time like that. Most people know exactly where they were and what they were doing in the, when Kennedy was assassinated, for example. And that was a trauma that traumatized the whole nation. And that is when this global elite, this new world order, um, this handful of dark energy force criminals gained so much control over the U.S. It was at that time that they manipulated the minds of the masses. And people like Gerald Ford were put right in position to cover up those, um, the, the, the crime. And he, his um, 
associate and friend who later became his press secretary while he was president, Jack Valeni, was head of the Motion Picture Association of America. Jack Valeni was in control of the media. He was in control of what we could know. He was in control of the news, the information that we were allowed, and he regulated the, the flow of information and distorted it on the Kennedy assassination, making people uh, more compliant and accepting illogical answers as to what had happened. Jack Valeni was very, very powerful and he remained um, a significant power behind the scene for many, many years and ultimately is responsible for the, the huge stranglehold on our media and which turned the media into the voice of this new world order, this, this handful of criminals. Yeah. There are only a handful. I keep saying it. it's the same ones over and over again. It's the same handful of criminals and they've been in power for um, so long because with the Kennedy assassination, they took over and, and you started using machinery to count votes. It's when they took over the election system to ensure that this handful would be put in strategic positions so that they could perpetuate this globalist socialist slave society agenda, which mind control is its ultimate weapon of mass destruction, its ultimate control on humanity. And it's so that a handful of big guys can make all the money and we do all the work. You know, it's just a slave society agenda that's been um, creeping in for a long, long time. And media is a big part of that. Um, so a big part of Kathy, their agenda. Can, yes. Can I ask you a quick question? Sorry to, I don't want to interrupt your flow. Oh, please, um, please do. You know, the, the problem is really trying to get in the head of some of these people like, uh, you know, past presidents, uh, people from the Clinton and, and Bush cartels and, and the things that you experienced personally, you know, from them. Um, now, I, I understand and I think some people could understand on a practical level why these techniques work to, you know, uh, further their aims at global control. But now on a personal level, you take these individuals that you unfortunately encountered and they're true sociopaths in order to do the things that they do. They really seem to enjoy it. So my question is, is how is that created? Are they themselves products of uh, within their own family, that same sort of training and maybe even went through some of the same uh, abuse, you know, in order to allow them to be truly sociopathic when they become adults in power? Absolutely. Excellent question. Mind control is a sliding scale from the kind of uh, robotic mind control that I experienced to information control. You know, information control is even um, a form of mind control. So when you get multi-generational um, people like uh, Mitt Romney is a great example because George Romney was actively involved in MK Ultra Mind Control, very much a part of bringing um, what the Catholics had learned about mind control into the Mormon church, where it was becoming a more uh, technologically advanced form of mind control. And George Romney was also very much a part of the first um, uh, global education in the state of Michigan and um, 
that's the global education that we're all experiencing now that has gone in in 1984, it went in as, um, as global education, America 2000 goals, 2000 common core, um, that it became common core. They just keep changing the names, but it's the same, the same kind of agenda. But George Romney was all part of that. And I was at the governor's mansion in Michigan, when I met my owner in MK Ultra Mind Control, U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd. So we see how Mitt Romney could have been raised in an environment that was just totally saturated in MK Ultra Mind Control. Um, did he inherit the genes for it? Possibly that he was interested in um, perpetuating this new world order agenda or um is he a puppet? I have no idea. I don't have a way of judging that. Back when I saw him, he was very militant and, you know, just, I, I, I don't know because my own victimization was um, extremely horrific at the time. But I think that's one answer on that. But that's only, that's only Mitt Romney. Then you get people like the Clintons. And I'll tell you right now, those, they don't feel like people being around them. And you know, there's like um, good and evil vibrations from people, or you can almost know an intent. And sometimes there's something even more than evil that is like very cold, as though there's something um, inhumane. And I'm not going to call it aliens. I'm not going to call it demons or whatever, because these, these people are within our realm to affect. And I don't know what made them like they are, but they are not like us at all. I heard they Hillary. Even... I heard Hillary smells like rotting meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a compliment. Yeah. That's yeah. a compliment. Yeah. Well, one That's thing, one thing they're obsessed with is blood, right? Bloodlines. Yes. And we know there was even like a, uh, a high school or like an eighth grade girl, right? Who tracked the bloodlines through hereditary charts and stuff and saw that the Obamas are directly related to the Clintons and they all um, have these bloodlines. And it's interesting with what we've been uncovering with blood and the holographic nature of it and with water and how it's all connected, that there's information carried through the blood. And maybe there um, is a psychopathic um, carrier uh, of information that's passed through the blood through, you know, centuries and centuries of mayhem and um, chaos that they've created. And so whether this be more epigenetic or whatnot, they're kind of, they maintain these bloodlines on purpose so that they can contain the psychopathic kind of mentality within their, within their family heritage Right. Uh, so there's some interesting, uh, a lot of interesting stuff there that all these people are related. Like, I think every president except for two are direct are related blood wise. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to be said there with the blood and why they're so absolutely obsessed with it. That's that's a fascinating um, that's fascinating concept right there that um, that it carries information because. That being the case. I know from my life's experience, um, I was subjected to an occult serial killer for extreme traumatization in the, um, in the late seventies when Bill Clinton was um, the attorney general 
I think it was before he was even governor of Arkansas, but nevertheless, he was involved in CIA cocaine ops. I mean, the MENA cocaine operations are infamous. And this serial killer, this occult serial killer that was traumatizing me, my handler, Wayne Cox, was um, working directly for the Clintons in supplying um, traumatized blood and, um, and, and body parts to this un occult underground. Roger Clinton was a part of his um, satanic um, channel, which is uh, Bill Clinton's brother of some sort and half brothers, whatever. But the, the fact is they were, this was like pre-adrenochrome and mm. they were actually harvesting tortured blood in order to, um, it, it's, it's like an addiction for them. These people feed off a of negativity. They feed off of fear. They feed off of trauma and torture and terror. It's like, it's like their vibration. It's what they, the what they want, yeah. but they literally feed off it too. And so the, the, I'm well aware of the occult aspect feeding into the, um, adrenochrome, but what another interesting concept on the bloodlines of, of what you're saying. Is it that only tortured blood agrees with them then? You know, I mean, that's horrible. It's, it's, it's more than traumatic to me. It's, it's incomprehensible. It's inhumane beyond. Well, and this yeah, is, a <laughs> I was just going to say, Bear, this is why it's, it's good to understand whether it's the Gnostic tradition or even going back to the green tablets with the Anunnaki and understanding that there are anti-human forces at play in this realm. And we can demystify that by understanding some of the historical precedents that's been given to us, passed down to us. And then just to, I guess, observe that and, and not give into the fear because we know they feed off our fear. They feed off our loose. That's what they want. And then just to be like, okay, we want nothing to do with you. Right. And, but so, yeah, there is obviously what some sort of anti-human entity spirit, whatever, where you want to call it archons or the Anunnaki or whatnot that are involved. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Go ahead, Bear. No, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I, you know me, Mike, I like to go down all those rabbit holes <laughs> and I think there's a lot of truth to some of them. Uh, I like to always default to just like pure physics and I believe everything can be explained in that realm and, uh, you know, when a living consciousness uh, exclusively lives on one side of the polarities, uh, you can even get to the point of no return uh, or a very difficult return. So you lose that tether that uh, regular folks have, you know, that uh, receives those higher impulses and creative impulses. So they've lost that. So they need to farm us for that. They which I believe is why they resent us, but at the same time understand that they're dependent on us. And um, so, yeah, it doesn't matter to them if they're only feeding off of lower toxic emotional states of a certain intensity because they've lost that connection with higher impulses in the first place a long time ago. And, you know, I was just going to say, uh, neurologically speaking, people don't understand that when you are subjected to uh, very intense abuse, your neurons literally morphologically change in size, shape, and function to accommodate the endocrine release that's provoked by those uh, circumstances. 
And so uh, just like normal people that are trying to get out of old bad habits and, you know, improve their life internally, you find that it takes a little bit of elbow grease and perseverance because it's not just a matter of reading a new age book or, or some sort of thing. What you have to do is put new habits into place for a period of time so that the nerves actually accommodate to that. In the meantime, they're on these train tracks and, you know, there's only one thing that's going to, uh, you know, wake them up and that's this really intense toxic stuff. And, you know, on a human level, these, uh, these beasts, you know, past presence and everything, that's uh, really where they're at. And I think is why they, you know, just feed off of this stuff and can't even get out of their own way. Wow, that's just that's just so perfectly stated, and it's like um, Mark would would speak in in such terms as as that. And what he was studying in the highest levels of intelligence, mind science sciences, is um, how to expand free thought and to be able to ultimately empty out the prisons and the mental institutions, and to be able to. Um, to be able to rearrange all that neuron activity and the, and the history of it in a, in the most positive way where people would be able to um, live the life that were intended to live without the adverse um, influences of generations. And, and another perspective on it to me is soul is stronger than genetics. And yet um, when you combine all of it, it starts getting easy to see how easy we can overcome all of it. For one, truth frees us from fear. And when we have this kind of, of pertinent information all lined up, then we're able to better arm ourselves with what we need going forward to heal um, from the traumas that we've all experienced on this traumatic planet and to be able to move forward in light of living love and the purpose that is intended, our birthright, you know, as, as it was intended and to get this um, imposed negativity that we've been experiencing for generations now out of our way, because it doesn't belong there. These, these, these perpetrators, this dark energy force, this handful of criminals, they, they feed off of, of our fear. They feed, they want to cause division and hatred. They, anything negative is what they, they thrive on. It's their, it's their thing. And our innate energy force, our innate life's force our, is love. And the power of love is so strong. It's so much stronger than all of them. It's the same as light being stronger than dark. I mean, light overcomes darkness. Darkness can't come in and, you know, intrude on light. It doesn't work that way. So they're scared of our strength of the human spirit. They're scared of our power of love. They're scared of that force that we have, because when we realize it and and stand strong with it. We can stand for the things that we believe in. We can stop the human trafficking that's going on. We can stop the child trafficking and child harvesting that is, is their ultimate funding mechanism. Our children are the one who are, ones who are targeted and we need to start protecting them. And the best way to do it is to understand what we need going forward to reclaim our own free thought. Well, ultimately, 
that's what Mark was working towards. And while he's working in the highest levels of mind sciences for the betterment of humanity, he stumbles across people like Michael Aquino in the um, psychological warfare division, learning how to use um, satanic blood trauma to generate the fear for mind control, because by controlling a mind, you stop someone's ability to express their soul. I know from my experience without free thought, there's no free will with no free will. There's no soul expression, no ability to live that strength of spirit. So by imposing mind control on the whole population, on the human race, then they are able to squash that um, strength of the human spirit, that power of love, that counterbalance, that, that energy that is not theirs. All they want is the fear, the hate, the dark, the negativity. And that's, that's um, ultimately what they're going for. Mark was livid when he saw that. He was livid to see that uh, mind control was being imposed on, on people like myself and, and my daughter. And when he saw what was going on, he just rescued my daughter and me straight out of the Washington, D.C. swamp. He rescued us and, um, and took us to safety and, and handed me the keys to my own mind so that I could reclaim my free thought, so that I would know where I had been, so that I could direct where I was going, so I would be able to reclaim my voice and to be able to take a stand for what I had witnessed and experienced behind the scene of this globalization effort. Mark was bound by laws of sedition since he was so high in intelligence and so high in in um, mind sciences that he wasn't able to just release the um, information that had been suppressed from people that would arm them with what they need for reclaiming and maintaining and vigilantly protecting their free thought. And it's simple, it's simple application. It's, it's so simple for being able to reopen the neuron pathways in the brain that have been shut down. And everybody everywhere is needing to reclaim that free thought these days because mind control masters a virus has been unleashed on us all deliberately for the purpose of, of um, ushering in this slave society agenda, which is why they stole elections blatantly 2020. They've been stealing them for a long time to put themselves in positions of power. And Mark Phillips is not the only person in intelligence and the only person high up that was absolutely appalled at what he saw was going on. But he was the first in 1988, he rescued my daughter and me out of that swamp. So, I mean, if this is new information to people that human trafficking is going on and there's a pedophile agenda proliferating in Washington, DC for compromising politicians as well as for um, mind control purposes, um, it's, it's been going on so long that when Mark rescued me and he, he handed me a pen and he said, the, the pen is mightier than the sword. And um, just like my brain compartmentalized memory while it was just an infant, you know, it's what our brains do because it was protecting me. Um, our brains also know when we're safe. And even though Mark and I were literally dodging bullets at first, I mean, it was, it was intense to say the least. Um, I was safe for the first time. My daughter was safe. We weren't being abused. And we had someone who cared about us and cared about humanity, was living love. And I couldn't think to trust Mark. I didn't know that that even existed in the world anymore. 
yet he had all these pets. He had raccoons and fox and um, dogs and, and, and birds. He had everything and they all loved him. And all these animals were just, you know, would climb all over him and always greet him. And I'd never seen that in my whole life because people who abuse children and abuse people abuse animals. It goes together. It's no regard for life at all. And this was something brand new to me. And, and, you know, like um, energetically, telepathically tuned in nature as I am, I could understand where these animals were and they were showing me the way that I could trust Mark too. So with, with that happening, my neuron pathways in my brain started opening up and it was just leaking little flashes of memory of everything I'd been tortured to forget. All this compartmentalized trauma, all these compartmentalized events, all these compartmentalized government secrets and personal reputations were all starting to leak through. And Mark told me, he said, when you see that flashing behind your eyes, make a note of it. Pick not with a typewriter, because that's a different thing, but with a pen, because it takes the logic part of the brain to move a pen. It shifts that compartmentalized repressed memory over to logic, where it can be written out on the paper, which is then visibly seen and consciously acknowledged. All of a sudden, we've got this neuron pathways opening up and healing is occurring on mind brain levels that um, is, is absolutely amazing. And right there, the, the key is a pen. And that's something we need to put it back in our education system. Our kids aren't processing information through the logic anymore. They're not critically analyzing it. They're not able to even do that because they've been programmed in the school system. They've been taught what to think, not how mm -hmm. to think. And their knowledge base has been altered. And the best way to break free of that will be to put, pick up a pen, put that back in the school system, put writing by hand. Yeah, that, that is such yeah. a great, great point. Go ahead, Bear, because they having kids that I took out of school, everything's on an iPad now. Everything is typing yeah. on this because they say, well, that's the future. They need to be prepped for that. But I we took them out. We're homeschooling and we're actually teaching them cursive. And yeah. um, and there's some they love it. They have fun with it. But that is the other notion, too, about that is. If they're just typing, obviously with the auto filled or uh, for spelling, that's pro programming them to learn to work with the AI, right? That's like walking them into the AI, which will be, I want to get into a little bit later, Kathy, about mind control. And yeah. then two, they won't even know how to read cursive. So they won't even know how to read old documents or read the constitution, stuff that was actually written, right? Oh. So it is on a full scale attack on all levels. Um, but that is wonderful, wonderful to, to go over. And I know Bear has some stuff to talk about that, but journaling, and I'd love to go into that a little bit, the power of journaling to heal and to be, um, to, 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 to do, to, you know, to help um, your every day, like writing stuff that in your past that um, you might uh, be ashamed of that you want to get over. So yeah, I write that down and then I burn it to, and get it out of my, get it out of my life. And then I flush it down the toilet. Things like that, right? So um, anyways, go ahead, Bear. No, I was just going to say what both of you are describing as um, activating the upper motor neurons in the cerebellum, which is our higher brain that's, uh, you know, capable of receiving those higher impulses from, you know, wherever you think they're coming from. And then our lower brain, the cerebellum, is more that reaction, uh, reactory uh, um, kind of uh, automatic sort of functions. And what we've been... Uh, 
led to through our education is a compartmentalization rather than the unification of the upper and lower brains. So when you're writing cursive, when you're uh, reading writing of any type, then you're in, you're using your intention, you're using your creativity, and you're really coming from that part of the brain. And that's, of course, uh, what they've tried to, to shut down. So yeah, mm. absolutely spot on. So the act of actually writing, because it's like you're doing art, like when you're doing cursive, you're doing left and right brain together too, right? Because you're kind of artfully doing it while then putting down the facts or the logic that you're trying to, to put out. Um, Bear and I are big fans of the trivium, if you're familiar with that, Kathy, which is the, the, the classical um, um, methodology of logic, which I'm trying to bring back to my kids' education, which has been out of the schools since the Prussian system was brought in in the 17, 1800s. Um, so this is extremely important, unschooling, pretty much getting your kids out of school. Number one step, everybody, get them out of school right now. Get them out of the mind control system because in California here, in the public schooling system, even in a small town we're in, oh my God, did we see the mind control. And, and then the weird, as you were tapping into the weird sexual stuff from now kindergarten teaching sex ed. So what is going on there? Um, so bizarre. So the question, Kathy, then becomes, um, since this is going on in everybody's lives, we see everybody right now just acting like mind-controlled zombies, and we understand how they got the population to that point uh, with your experience. And I understand the truth is being exposed to, so ultimately, you know, it's a done deal. And, um, yes. you know, I, I'm optimistic as you are, because when you treat a very sick body, sometimes it gets worse before it gets better because everything's coming to the surface. And I think that's where the world's at right now. So um, with your experience and especially having developed solutions to, you know, have a, a reunification, by the way, which is old school alchemy, <laughs> that's all it is. It's a purification and a reunification. Um, how do we, uh, or is it even any of our business, uh, you know, reaching those folks that the, the lights just gone behind the eyes? People are waking up this, um, this new world order agenda was supposed to have been ushered in by Hillary. You know, you talked about the bloodlines and it was going to be the Bush Clinton dynasties were bringing it in illusions, Republican, Democrat, they don't pay attention to party lines, this, this globalist agenda doesn't. But they lost, um, they lost their control 2016 when Hillary was supposed to go in. And instead, we had four years where our eyes were open to the human trafficking, the child trafficking, the pedophilia, the criminal activity, the lack of justice, this criminal faction um, that has been undermining our nation for so long. Many of our eyes were opened. They became so frantic that they went all in and they imposed mind control of the masses um, on through mind control masked as a virus on people. Well, we've had colds around forever and we've never cured them. So maybe that was the best way to do it. So here we are with this um, so-called imposed virus and people were told um, it's killing everybody and you have to be six feet away or six feet under. You know, that's how the subconscious equates it, standing six feet away from another person or you're going to be six feet under. It's do or die. You know, it puts it in that that mode of the subconscious 
uh, brain. And then the masks, they depersonalize. They're actually used in MK Ultra Mind Control. My daughter was trafficked in a mask. There are many other examples of how masks are used and they're used because they, they depersonalize. They take away, can't tell if somebody's smiling or sneering. You don't know what the expression is. And they, it also makes people feel like they don't have a voice and like they can't talk to each other, especially from six feet away. It's because the media was the only voice that they wanted anybody to hear while they were traumatized from this global um, trauma. So, um, and that's interesting. All, Kathy, that's interesting, Kathy. Starting to interrupt, but I think there's a lot of cynicism in the in in like kind of the awake or you know uh, in in the channels that put out this information like ours that Trump was most likely another agent and that this was all planned from where, from where we've seen it now, because he was really pushing the vaccination and stuff. But that is a very interesting idea that their hubris was at the point where they didn't think that this movement could take out Hillary and that this was actually such a landslide, even that their voting machines couldn't counter it. And we did see in the beginning, like, this was interesting. I remember going to the airports in 2016 here in Medford and they were in the, in the urinal or in the bathroom, they had actual posters up about child, about sex trafficking and who to call and who to report. And it was really interesting. I'm like, well, that's crazy. I've never seen that before. And then as soon as Biden got in, those were gone. I went to the airport like the week later to fly and all those were gone. So a little interesting factoid about that, because, yeah, obviously in 2016, Pizzagate and all of these things were huge in the consciousness of the the alternative truth community. And it's not really being talked about much anymore. Right. Everything's everything's Corona, Corona, whole Corona, holio, whatever. uh, And now the the jibby jab. So um, pretty good on them. They're like, let's launch um, the big guns now. We've been waiting to do this. Let's do it now. Uh, we're losing slip of the hold of the reality. And maybe Trump is part of in halfway in, halfway out. But I don't know. But either way, great point. And I think I, my whole point is I think we get a little cynical here. Be, we want us. It's easier to say everybody's in on it and everybody's part of the cult and everybody. But uh, because that in some ways is almost easier than accepting that maybe it, there is chances to turn this around through through a billionaire who has a mindset that might want to counter the darkness. Um, and maybe we should support you try to support him because obviously I think he's going to be running again. So, yeah, um, I'm just curious to know what your thoughts are on Trump. And do you feel like he was trying to do good or was he co-opted and mind controlled himself because of his family background? It amazes me that he, the first thing he did was close a border. And my whole life, I've, I've known of the drug and human trafficking proliferating across the borders. And so he closed the border and that cut off their funding mechanism. He cut off their money first thing. So when you look in terms of money, it was a genius move. And um, what was the first thing Biden did after stealing elections 2020? open the border. They had to have their funding mechanism back. That was their their livelihood. And we know now that the human trafficking ops are the most lucrative uh, business in the world. So, you know, we look at the individual things that were done, the awareness that was raised. And um, I tend to not count on anyone 
to be other anything other than human. But nevertheless, back in the 80s, when I was full on MK Ultra mind controlled and running um, a lot of drugs, the CIA drug ops, one place I had to go with it was Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I was taken to the um, to Trump's casino there, or what, whatever. And I was told that Trump is not one of us. And if I was told somebody's not one of us, that meant if I encountered them in any way, I had to go the other way. You know, if I had spoke with him in any way whatsoever, that meant do or die. And when the, somebody said is not one of us, that means you're dead if you have anything to do with them. So my life was on the line because Trump wasn't one of them. And that's an interesting um, thought that needs to be considered because maybe he was against mind control and human trafficking all along. And I was obviously to anyone with eyes to see a mind control um, robot um, sex slave back back then, but I was doing the drug ops in that particular thing. So, you know, I've got all that that I look at, but I also look at the fact that um, people's minds were open to the idea that electronic voting machines were rigged and they knew that that we would have to do a vote en masse to um, override that algorithm. And it happened. So the, the enough people were awake and aware and genuinely wanted him in that um, that needs to be acknowledged and should be acknowledged. Well, obviously the perpetrators were very concerned that that was going to happen again in 2020. And they were done that they were never going to be able to make up for lost time for their hundred year plan. This, this new world order that is, that, that was supposed to be, um, ushered in by Hillary. So um, they went in with the mind control masters of virus. They knew it would traumatize the people. And then they did satanic reversals on everything while we were sheltering at home, hiding behind our masks, limiting oxygen to the brain necessary for free thought. That's the number one reason MK Ultra uses masks is because it inhibits necessary oxygen to the brain for free thought analysis and uh, critical thinking um, for being able to think beyond what we're being told. We're supposed to sit at home and, and tune in their media voice uh, and watch our um, watch all our livelihoods turn to ash and dust and being told that those burning it down were peaceful protesters while anyone trying to defend their rights was considered uh, some kind of terrorist and it was, it was all being reversed and it was twisting everybody's brains. So the assault from the media was um, significant. Plus we were being bombarded. Anytime you get repetitive images or repetitive words over and over again, it doesn't even matter if you believe them. It's just, if you hear them that much, it's going to start taking hold. So, you know, six feet away, you know, that's, that's a constant mask up, you know, you go in a store, it's in the background constantly, and it's just programming people more and more and more. So mind control took its hold while we were traumatized, further traumatized by, the media voice deliberately that and the NLP that was coming through the constant roll of numbers is showing the death count and all this when in fact, when you look at the national um, annual averages, the, it didn't rise the death count didn't rise at all everything was just renamed we didn't have colds anymore we didn't have heart attacks we didn't have flu we didn't have pneumonia we had COVID, everything was COVID all of a sudden so you know, you know, but people couldn't think logically to look 
behind what they were being told because that information was being pumped in their heads the same way socialism um, and globalism was being pumped into the heads of our kids in the global education system. It's just repetitive programming over and over and over that was altering um, a knowledge base. So it took a very strong hold on people. And when um, Trump came out for the vaccination, he also came out with the choice on it. You know, people could either get it or not, depending on what they they wanted for their their own bodies. So at least it wasn't being imposed that way. And who knows what what Trump's uh, beliefs are. I know that he was uh, very concerned about germs, you know, so maybe that was, you know, who knows? But we need to start looking further instead of painting everything with just one. um, It's either it's either black or white. It's this or that. There's so much more to consider. And we need to think of other things, you know. And, and the fact is, if if um, if Trump's got a bloodline of this or that or whatever negative we want to um, put on it, the fact is he opened our eyes to human trafficking. He opened our eyes that mind control is a very strong part of this globalist agenda. He opened our eyes to what was going on in our school system. He opened our eyes to the kind of criminal activity that's been proliferating for so long through a corrupted justice system, especially through the FBI. The FBI has been corrupt my whole life. They have been heavily involved in the whole globalist agenda. They've been heavily involved in MKUltra mind control. My owner in MKUltra mind control, U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd, had an office in the FBI building in Washington, D.C. to set up the... Uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children because it was a catch net operation for any children that were um, that were being trafficked and being prostituted and, and traumatized and and like so many many have if they were noticed and turned in then they were they they took them um, away from the mothers or whoever was the one trying to protect them and returned them right back to their abusers and put them right back into the system. And it was just a quick, a quick catch in that operation turnaround. So the FBI was, was, has been involved forever. We saw during um, Trump's administration, just how corrupt the FBI is. And it's inexcusable. We let them influence our life and our justice system in any way, but we need to wake up to, um, to that fact when not, not just to ramble, but um when Mark had me writing out my memory and taught me that way to heal as quickly as I wrote out memory of what I had experienced, he turned it over to clean and concerned members of law enforcement. Because like I said, Mark wasn't the only one in intelligence, the only one high up. And at that time, U.S. Customs, which was before um, ICE, it was, it was our border guards, U.S. Customs was being run by William Von Robb. Von Robb was censored horribly by the media because he was screaming with everything he had about the human trafficking and the drug trafficking coming across our borders. And he was screaming about the MK ultra mind control. He was telling people that every time he turned it in, national security was invoked and the, the people were turned back free. So as quickly as I wrote out memory, it was validated by um, U.S. Customs and Secret Service because Secret Service, of course, had a lot of insight into what was going on in the White House 
um, during the years that my daughter and I were used. And so that information was validated by clean people. So there's good and bad in everything. And I'm not trying to, you know, say all, all are bad, probably not all FBI are bad. I'm sure there's, uh, there's been good ones that are appalled at what's going on. But nevertheless, we need to realize that we have to look at individuals and judge specific actions instead of just assuming that everything is one way or the other. We need to start applying our own discernment. When we do clean up our elections and bring back the integrity of our elections, which I hope we do, it seems a lot of people are working towards that end right now, but we got a long way to go. But if we clean it up, it's not about voting for Democrat or Republican. It's about voting for who is going to represent freedom, who is going to represent our children and protect them, who's going to represent free thought, constitutional values of freedom and justice for all. We're going to need our discernment back. But since yeah. everybody's been bombarded with mind control, the with um, through through this mind control masked as a virus, we all need to reclaim our free thought, expand our thinking beyond what we think we know, be able to learn to research further and reclaim our own discernment. Don't count on fact checkers to tell us what's true. We need to start learning to know what's true and start looking around us. We need to start making a difference right in our own backyards. The swamp couldn't be drained from the top down. It's up to us. While Trump was in, it was like, I could see where it was our chance. It was like, come on, everybody, now's our chance. You know, let's clean this mess up and stop the human trafficking. And, and this is our chance. And people didn't know because they thought they had to wait on big government to do everything for them. They'd been conditioned to that. When in fact, it's up to each and every one of us to make that difference. We have to drain the swamp from the bottom up. We have to do our part. We got to clean up yeah. our own mess. We need to start protecting our children pull them out of school, take the mask off them, let them breathe some air, get some oxygen to their brains and start taking responsibility for our own lives. Responsibility yep. for our own lives is a great thing. And uh, people, you know, I don't believe in a, per, in a, in a political solution myself. But when Trump was in, uh, you know, I did believe there was a true window of opportunity, you know, where all the things that you've already described that he's doing energy independence uh, rather than, you know, bombing other civilizations and stealing their stuff and which would also open up the free market so that, uh, you know, all the independent um, creators and inventors would uh, surely resurrect some of the, the free energy technologies and things. So it would all lead to the same thing. I was a little bit befuddled by the, the whole uh, Vax thing with him, you know, which is where I questioned him a little bit. But uh, I'm really glad you told that story because your personal anecdote with him uh, is the most encouraging thing I've heard, you know, as far as somebody actually behind the scenes saying, yeah, he's not one of them. So I, I really look uh, favorably on that. So thanks for that. You know, another um, uh, type of abuse that people don't normally consider is gaslighting. And uh, I've personally been gaslighting myself for about the last 40 years because everyone thinks I'm nuts for, you know, some of the, the, the things I'm involved with and in, in my belief systems. 
But, um, you know, even the folks that are uncovering the truth are, you know, severely abused through this technique. And it's frustrating as heck, you know, when you see the talking heads saying, oh, that isn't happening. Like right now they're saying, oh, there's no critical race uh, theory being taught in the schools where meanwhile, everybody knows it darn well is. So, um, yeah, they, they've got everybody coming and going. And uh, but maybe if we could sort of segue, you know, back into, all right, what are we going to do about this here? And I know you're on the forefront of just, um, you know, really approaching this from, uh, you know, more of a higher level of, um, let's just say, consciousness and, and spirituality and, and, you know, basically the love principle. And of course, the, the main fear that the controllers have is that we are going to someday all get together and decide we like each other. So the, the main <laughs> yeah. thing is um you know divide and conquer and the mask is the ultimate division uh i mean i see kids in the store with mask on and it just breaks my heart because i know what that's doing to their young psyche so um anyway just wanted to say that yeah there's um the 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 division is always just skin deep it's something on the surface and it's because people have been conditioned to um to be shallow, snap judge in an instant and, and consider um, everything to be one way or another instead of just looking for good. When I started speaking out, the, the way Mark and I became um, whistleblowers on this at all is because my daughter was thrust into the corrupted system that I saw being structured. She was thrust into it and it was an absolute nightmare. And I was trying to um, raise awareness to her plight. And it was love for my daughter that compelled me to be speaking out. It was love for humanity and my concern, what the plan was for mind controlling us all that compelled me to speak out. It wasn't bitterness or hatred for my, um, my abusers. That's their energy. That's not mine. You know, when I found out who I am, I, I couldn't, I didn't know who I was because I never thought free. I, I'd only been able to do exactly what I had been programmed to do and carry out the orders. And then when I learned to start thinking for myself, I learned through um, a method Mark taught me, he said, voice no negatives without a solution. Well, that was pretty good so that I couldn't just go complaining about everything that oh, happened. I love that. I love I know. that. It was, it was good for us both. So if I couldn't, if I couldn't voice a negative without a solution, I had to think of a solution and that exercised my brain in directions that had never been before. And that's something that we all can do is just start exercising our brain. And it's not always easy. Cause like when I first started, I couldn't make a decision even on like what to have for dinner, because it was like thinking for myself, but it was like my brain would go off into a black hole. And, and I, it was really hard to start stimulating my own, um, ability to think. So everyone is going to have to realize it's going to take a little bit of effort. We little bit of got to push the river a little bit. It's been flowing one way for a long time and we need to go branch off in other directions and, and start expanding our thought. So by having to voice no negatives without a solution, I applied that even to my writing. So if I vented something through poetry, which I often did, I, I've written a million poems, but it vented through, through poetry is very much a part of my healing process. I would always add a solution to it because then I would have to force my brain that direction. And by 
doing that, um, I was opening neuron pathways. And I think if everybody picks up a pen and maybe vents what has been so horrific in their lives um, and then do it with a solution, that, that will help them to start thinking further. Another aspect that was completely overlooked by these perpetrators in their haste while they had a shelter at home, they didn't consider the fact that when people's patterns are broken, when their routines are broken, it causes the brain to fire in new ways. So neuron pathways were naturally just starting to open by the sheer um, lack of routine and breaking that particular kind of pattern. So while people were sheltering at home, they started talking to each other. And that's how they realized their kids had been programmed in the school system. That's how they learned they'd been taught to accept socialism with no concept of math or economics, how they had been um, taught to march to new world orders with no concept of what that even meant. And so when you say something to them, then they pair it back to you what they've been programmed with. And you're a racist, you're a racist or whatever. Well, what is a racist? I don't know, but you're a racist. You know what I mean? It just, whatever their shallow- <laughs> Pick your pronouns, pick your pronouns, mom. Tell yes. me what your pronouns are. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, I will be they, they and them from this point <laughs> on. And there's it's a just, reason why the youth is always targeted because if you don't have life experience, it's pretty easy to yes. convince somebody of something. Yes. And the, the divisiveness is, is so shallow and it's so narrow when we look beyond it. And when we reclaim our free thought, expand our thinking and, and express our soul, gather our strength of spirit, you know, that's where, that's where we have our strength. That's where we have our wisdom. And like Mark always told me, wisdom outthinks a criminal mind every time. They don't want us to have our wisdom. We need to just reclaim our wisdom. It's where we win. It's where, where they lose. And in so many ways, it becomes very, very simple. If we stop, they only have as much power as we let them steal. They only have as much power as we give them out of our own ignorance. We need to stop caving into fear and fueling their energy and Truth frees us from fear. We need to arm ourselves with truth. We need to educate ourselves, expand our thought, think further, um, reclaim our, our free thought, free will, reclaim our wisdom. And, and then it's so easy to outthink them, even though they use a lot of um, AI and artificial intelligence. AI doesn't have strength of spirit either. So again, that's where we win. And where they lose. And it's it's such an exciting thing to have realized and to have, have been around them and to know how ridiculous it is that we give them that power when they're only this really small handful in comparison. We're by far the majority. Mark told me he said that I thought he was a, a god or something. I didn't, I didn't know. I thought I died and gone to heaven because I didn't know good people existed. And he said, the majority of people are like me. There's good people everywhere. You know, you just just open your eyes to it. Well, I I was still slow to grasp that, but in the process of of healing and reclaiming my free thought, 
and being able to think beyond what I thought I knew, what I had been programmed with, what I had been conditioned with, the divisiveness that I had been exposed to when I overcame all that. Wow. It's like rising above the storm. All of a sudden you can see clear. And I, it's easy for me to clearly see that not only are we by far the majority, but the great awakening is happening. It's happening on such a grand scale that they're terrified. And the more terrified they are, the more they tip their hand, the more people wake up. And so this process has started. And it's up to us to look at each other with understanding and compassion. And when someone comes up and just parrots their program and their terror at you, just realize that they're only just parodying that out of their own fear. And instead of shouting back at them, smile, live the love you are and, mm. and let them know yep. that there's more than what they think they know and that they're going to see it eventually because there's a, there's a lot more to life than what people are conditioned to think there is. There's more to life than politics, you know? And, yet, and there's... Um... Please go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, you know, what? <laughs> You're so wise. <laughs> well, I just, uh, you know, I think we need to all remind ourselves that there are realms of intelligence that are working in our favor behind yes. the veil. Yeah. And, um, yes, you know, yes, yes. we are here to be um, the conduits of that love. And if we uh, can break our old bad habits that we've been programmed with and allow that love to just, you know, shine through us, then we're truly doing the job we were born to do. Because as long as we're mixing it up on the ground and calling each other names, even if we're convinced that we're on the right side, it's, it's not doing a darn thing except for amplifying the problem. So, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I've, I've, I just, I celebrate every day that I'm free to live the love that I am, to be able to mm -hmm. move forward with compassion and care, to be able to see the good that is happening in the world. And it's not, it's not that I'm, I'm fooling myself with it. It's just that I'm not blinded by program. I'm not blinded by the constant bombardment of negative conditioning. I know how to shut off from that. I do not allow that in my life. I only let the, um, the vibration that is mine in, in, into my space and into my being, because that way I'm able to see clear it's I'm acutely aware of the human trafficking operations that are proliferating and it's, it's overwhelming and it's so overwhelming and so heart wrenching to me, especially in light of knowing the magnitude of it all that I'll still vent through poetry and um and include a solution i'm still writing poems when when mark passed away in 2017 i lost my hero i lost my soulmate i lost i lost so so much the whole world lost a hero and yet at the same time i didn't lose the love i didn't lose the healing i didn't lose the wisdom i didn't lose life's purpose Instead, I chose, I consciously chose right then to move forward and honor him in every breath that I take and to keep living our shared purpose, keep bringing truth to light, empower others in light of the healing methods that he taught me. When, 
when he passed away, I wrote a zillion poems. I wrote so many. And, um, and it, it was, it helped me to be able to stay present and conscious and focused because it was a trauma. And when trauma occurs, we need to safeguard ourselves. We need to be careful. There were people, there were some really bad people knew I was vulnerable then. So I was especially uh, mindful and careful, thought twice, made sure everything I was doing was of my own free will um, and double check it. We need to do that anytime national trauma occurs. Um, mm. When things happen like 911, we need to safeguard our free thought, think for ourselves, shut off their controlled media voice and realize that repetition is the basic form of mind control. It's like when you hear 911, what image does anybody see in their mind? They see the planes flying into the tower is because we had to watch it over and over and over it. They knew that was programming us over and over and over with the trauma. And that's an example of how our brains work at a time like that and how vulnerable and susceptible they are. So that's very important to safeguard our free thought at that time. I wrote oh, volumes, poems on, on 911 and with solutions um, and, and was able to, I, I write articles um, and post them on my website as well. And always with solutions. And when mind control masked as a virus was imposed on humanity and so much violence was turned out on our streets and I knew what it was all for. Um, I wanted to encourage people to reclaim their free thought just as I did to safeguard it, vigilantly protect it through the same methods that Mark taught me that are in PTSD time to heal. It's just this tiny little easy to apply, uh, self-apply healing methods that, um, that he taught me. He couldn't release that information because he was bound by laws of sedition, but I could release it because it was my, it was my uh, experience to heal with those methods. And I can share that because I'm not bound by any laws of sedition. They're, mm -hmm. not, they're not claiming me. <laughs> and so Ka Kathy, is that, is that book available? Uh, I'd love to share that with our community. Put it in the show notes below. Where can um, someone find that book? Because that sounds like an, a very important tool, considering that almost everybody in this realm, this planet, is suffering from some sort of trauma. Um, and so this is an important Thing that people need to know how to do. Yes, thank you. Well, I posted it on my website, um, okay. trance-formation.com. Mm -hmm. That's T-R-A-N-C-E hyphen yeah. formation.com. And I I posted it with in an ebook form with a pay what you can, if you can option. So everybody can have it now, regardless of income or where in the world they are, the information is right there available to them. And, um, and people all over the world are now applying it to themselves and are healing from varying levels of abuse and control and expanding beyond what this mind control masters of virus has done. And, enough empowering to empower people to say no to the so-called vaccine, which is just another control mechanism over us all. And we need to be aware that it's in my testimony, Transformation of America, which mm -hmm. was written for Congress in 1995 and national security was invoked on it. That information is also secured on my website um, because there's a lot of um, 
um, free eBooks out there where, that have been pirated and the information is altered to promote the new world order and hide the truth. We need to arm ourselves with truth. It is secured on my website. And even though it's been validated by um, law enforcement and everything else and got national security invoked on, mm-hmm. I encourage everybody research further. Research for yourself, look into it even more because the more you research, the more you know, the stronger you will be in being able to effectively stop the invisible menace of of mind control. But within Transformation of America, not only in 1995 was it laid out how the Bush Clinton dynasties were supposed to be creating this illusion of change for the presidency for ushering in the new world order, but it's also got information in there on how vaccines were used to um, carry out genocide plans back with, uh, with the AIDS virus in Haiti. We need to look at yeah, um, um, some of the, the I, history on that. I have a lot of uh, personal experience with that. And of course, we have Dr. Fauci at the helm of that one. I treated a lot of AIDS people, most of them uh, fully recovered. And, you know, we understood that... Um, the whole AIDS hoax was uh, started by uh, putting certain elements concocted in the laboratory into smallpox uh, immunizations. Uh, by the way, vaccines and immunization are two different things, folks. So get that straight in your brain. But they first targeted, uh, you know, like you say, um, Haiti, but also before that, uh, African villages, and they, you know, targeted the gay populations on the east and west coast. And then that gave them the pretense to uh, have a mythical virus called HIV, which is the cause. And, and of course, just like the mask, uh, you know, which is an absolute joke. If you just think about it, the pores in a condom, for instance, are like putting a ping pong ball in the center, you know, of a football field, you know, I mean, (laughs) there's that kind of disparity. So, you know, everybody was thinking they're safe doing that and everything, but it was the same folks, the same, uh, the same story. And of course it sets up for the next, um, you know, for what they're doing now exactly. And, and, and then of course the cure that they came out with the AZT cocktails and things were actually the death blow and, and the clients that I had, the folks that, you know, we could help them, uh, elect to get off of these things. Those are the ones that recovered their health the, the fastest. And just now, and just like now, people are getting the injection. I just call it a lethal injection because that's exactly what it is. Oh, good. And, you yeah. know, by the way, um, uh, in our circles, we were talking about this exact time, uh, you know, starting in 2019, 2020, that a biological event would be uh, launched. Uh, and this was well over 20 years ago probably more like 30 years ago that we knew this was coming when it was coming and how they would do it. And there's some particulars now that we're all learning about together, but we, this is no surprise. We knew exactly what they were going to do. And we were actually warning people decades ago that they would use uh, a pandemic in order to culminize uh, their plans. So no surprise for a lot of us. This is why they've uh, lifted up the false, uh, virology science for a hundred years, which we know is just a con game because that was an important building block towards this. And you're right, Kathy, this is a hundred plus thousand year plan. And we've, we've documented the steps that they, like the polio thing was nonsense. Like you just keep going back. You just keep following it back farther and farther. And you're like, Whoa. And then you go to the revolutionary war. Then you go farther. 
farther and you find out maybe a thousand years of history was actually erased or was added, excuse me. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they've been messing with this realm for a long time. And what's so really cool about what you're bringing out to the world is you're bringing out a very important solution, which is essentially sovereignty, right? Which is essentially taking back our ability to see our reality and be in charge of a reality be through, um, through our intuition, right? And through our inner knowing. I'm just curious. I know you have this book that is awesome, this PDF, but could you give us just a couple little cliff notes on shadow work or trauma, dealing with this trauma and coming out and maybe one super impactful technique besides the couple you mentioned um, that really helped you or any daily habits that you do to, to help you maintain this inner intuition and this inner knowing? I spend a lot of time in nature. Um, it's really important to um, get out in nature and, and appreciate it, enjoy it, breathe in the air, um, see how animals interact with each other in nature. It's a beautiful thing. It's not like what we're shown on TV and, and all that violence all the time, but the, the interaction is just absolutely astonishing. And we could relearn a lot from nature, I think. And um, so I spend a lot of time there. I spend a lot of time with, with my pets. And I also am very mindful of what I eat. I eat really, um, really, really well and stay healthy. Mark had taught me that because it's a very important part as well. We have so much ability within ourselves to heal, not only mentally and um, psychologically and spiritually and everything else, but I, what we can do with our physical bodies is astonishing. I rarely ever, ever get sick. I decide I'm not, I don't have time to catch um, a, a virus and I don't, I mean, I just don't. We have so much ability within ourselves and our mind over matter when we realize what that that's, that too is being shut down by the pharmaceutical companies who are wanting to make um, a ton of money off of um, us looking outside ourselves for answers when what we have within is, is, is such, such a gift and something to, be, something to be cherished and celebrated. So the, the life that, um, that I live is to, to maintain my health at all times and, um, and it, it, it works really well. I appreciated what you said about the difference between the, um, the vaccine and the, the immunization. And, and um, it, it's interesting to note that when my daughter Kelly was born, Senator Byrd, um, he, he absolutely in, insisted she never receive any of her immunizations either because they have been uh, tainted and are their, their own issue and their own problem. Um, you know, again, what we have within us is, is so much more than what is being imposed. And it's not because he, he was excited about that aspect of things, but it's because they, they had other plans on how they were going to use Kelly and he didn't want her subjected to that. So we need to be aware of what we're putting into our bodies, whether it's um, nutritional or, or so-called medicinal or anything else in real, read the labels on our food. My gosh, the hardest thing I, I was sub subjected to various drugs and exposed to various drugs throughout my MK ultra mind control victimization, but none 
um, affected me like aspartame, the, the artificial sweetener. I had a harder time getting off that because that they fed me copious quantities of that because it um, stops critical analysis and it actually the, stops the brain from firing properly. So no, we it's need to pay yeah, we need to pay attention to what we're putting in our, um, in our in our bodies because our food has been deliberately tainted by pharmaceutical companies, and pharmaceutical companies have no business meddling with our food. But these are some little tips too that are in PTSD time to heal, and um, like I said, they're easy to apply. And I think just even looking through them for the average person to be like. Well, yeah, that's logical. That's logical, you know, because it just makes sense because it's innate to our being and it's been suppressed from education, mental health and the medical community for the deliberate purposes of allowing um, this, this kind of control over humanity to occur. I heard horrific conversations between Bush and Clinton who are, were really good friends, George Bush senior and, and Bill Clinton were, and Bill Clinton would talk about how he wanted to alter the genetic aspect of humanity for um, not only for genocide, but for control, for mass control. And Bush said that sexually abusing a child was the best way to mind control the populace because after three generations, they become more and more compliant. So instead, Bush was promoting pedophilia and was, um, was heavily involved in that while the Clintons were going through a, a completely different direction of cloning and um, an alteration which you know, after what we've discussed here today makes me look at their, um, their penchant for the uh, precursor to adrenochrome, the um, adrenalized uh, blood and, and everything, you know, the, the things that, that they were um, going for, I think have been combined together. And I really think that's what we're experiencing today is the mindset of this horrific criminal faction that's been manipulating things behind the scene for a long, long time. And all we need to do is just realize it, let that truth make us free of it and start reclaiming our um, personal sovereignty and our innate life's purpose What the, and start living life the way that it was meant to be in harmony with, with this the synchronistic flow that happens, the miracles that unfold, the beauty that's all around us when we start living life as it was intended to be. It's, it's, a, it's such a beautiful, a beautiful thing. And then we talk to each other again, we care for each other again, we reach out with compassion for each other, we listen to each other, and it'll make all the difference in the world. That's what they're afraid of. So that's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so glad too you brought in the element about the physical body because, um, you know, we don't want to be overly bodily conscious. On the other hand, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we need a little bit of grounding and we need a very vital physical form. In fact, if you go into the scriptures or even the precursors to the early Masonic teachings, it was all about building the temple of uh, rebuilding the temple of Solomon, which they were referring to is the physical body. And if you understand the astro theology involved, they were telling exactly what kind of inorganic elements we need, how to go about having a vital physical form and unifying the, the lower and um, higher brain. 
And when we do that, of course, which was all laid out right in front of us still is, if you know how to read it, um, you know, we're really impervious to any kind of mind control or manipulation on any level. So of course, that's why they're doing what they're doing. Exactly. And from my experience in MK Ultra mind control, since it was so extreme on um, military and NASA installations and DARPA and, you know, the, the, what I was exposed to was extreme. MKUltra is used on military special forces, and it's used because when people have compartmentalized memory, they don't have continuity of thought, no concept of time, and therefore they have this intensified physical endurance. And if you have don't know where you've been, then everything feels fresh, so you get a, a, a physical endurance. 44 times visual acuity kicks in from trauma because it's like people eyes are wide open. They're trying to see the trauma before it happens um, again. And then they were taking it a step further where um, the military special forces could take a bullet and keep on going because they had no time to bleed. They it would shut off the, the blood flow and they would be able to keep going. And that was through mind control programming. If that can, if our brains can be manipulated from the outside by a dark force agenda, low vibration, who has no business in our minds, if it can be manipulated on that level to that depth by them, Imagine what we can do when we realize that we have been blessed with that all along and control that for ourselves. So this is an extreme positive that came from the negative of my experiences, the full realization of the power of, that we have within our own minds over our physical bodies. And therefore, we can keep our lungs healthy and our heart healthy. We can keep our bodies healthy. We, can, we don't have to have a cold to slow down. If our body's wanting us to slow down and take a break, take a walk in nature. You don't have to get sick about it, you know, and take a cold so that you lay down. No, you know, take a moment for yourself. When you start finding that balance within and realize the power of the mind, then we can um, exude that and reclaim that. And as we reclaim that more and more, bye-bye pharmaceutical companies, <laughs> they lose their power, you know, and that's another another massive way and, that we win. I love where we're going. I'm excited where we're going. Yeah. And you have the unique experience that you actually experience heightened uh, sense of sight, um, you know, yes. um, enhanced memory and all the other things that we're all capable of. So uh, thank God you came around the other mm -hmm. end uh, to tell us about it. Yeah, I, I feel real fortunate because without my free thought, I developed other senses that um, is like how a blind person would develop heightened hearing, you know, so the, the senses kind of can compensate. And so I'm more attuned to intuitions and vibrations and, um, and, and other aspects of life that keep us all connected on such deep levels that when we stop looking at each other's skin deep and, and, and move to these levels, the beauty that we discover there within ourselves and within each other um, is ultimately gonna be um, a, a, a freedom and celebration of life and love that we all deserve and innately should be experiencing. So I, I look forward to people reaching that point. And it's like, we're, we're moving so fast forward now and having to deal with some really harsh, dark truths, but how we 
come through on the other side of all this is going to be um, a celebration. I celebrate every day, that's for sure. Mm. And I'm glad that I'm here to witness it. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a fun uh, ride. You know, I'm a little bit older than you, but uh, I remember the, the first, uh, you know, you bringing up Kennedy a lot. And that was such a huge thing to our, you know, we were all very blissful in the American, you know, in the ignorance and, and the American dream back then. Everything was idyllic. And then, of course, they uh, hit us with the whole a whole sequence of uh, assassinations and yes. wars and, and, you know, everything up to, you know, more contemporaneous, but um, it's been quite a ride. I can also see why a lot of my baby tumor, uh, boomer generation is fast asleep because we all went through that trauma together. Yes. Uh, of course, the CIA brought the drugs in, you know, to uh, enhance what they're doing. And now, you know, I talk to a lot of my, uh, you know, old friends that, you know, we grew up together and, and they don't believe a word we're talking about today. And they're all getting the jab and everything else. But um, more encouraging is, uh, you know, we're grandparents now, and we have a lot of uh, uh, younger uh, generation are moving up around here in the farm, and they have young kids. And these kids that are coming in now are so special and so advanced that it's, uh, I, I just look at them and, and just their attributes that they come in that are, you know, just out on the surface. And it's like, okay, here comes the next platoon. Thank God there is hope. So, um, I love yes. everything you're talking about. Yes, we need to protect them and make sure they're not indoctrinated mm -hmm. in the schools. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, yep. I'm hearing this from so many people about them, these amazing children coming in. And it's like, it's up to us to realize that there is a very dark agenda to target our children and protect them from it. It's, it's so easy. It's just a matter of understanding that it is there and we can stop it. It's within our mm -hmm. realm and our and our power to stop it. So easy, so very easily that they're 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 really scared of us. They we just need to realize our power and, and start protecting the children and um, the the integrity of free thought going forward. Yeah, and and you know what I'm most encouraged about is the new trend of more and more people doing natural inclined or home births because. Um, if we don't at all think that the birth process that's done with a medical orientation isn't very traumatic and deliberately so, uh, so that really needs to, um, it, it really needs to stop. And a lot of people, uh, the lights are coming on, people are taking it upon themselves to do it different with their own kids. And I expect that trend to just, uh, you know, increase. So that that's encouraging. The birth trauma is number one on my list, I think, as far as, you know, why we're screwed up from the start. That's that's a, a really interesting perspective. You know, you know so much from from those kind of ends. And it's like when they say, well, only the the vax can come in the hospital you know, or, or whatever. It's like, well, then those of us thinking free are going to be looking for um, alternatives back to what really counted and really mattered. And so there's, there's extreme positives that come from negatives and people are being forced to think in new ways. And as they do, they're, 
they'll find out that there's circles and cycles and, and, and some of what's coming into being is, um, I don't, it's like a concentric circle, you know, where we, we, we learn from the past, but that that's the important part is, um, learning from the past. So we can move into our future. Mark told me when, when he first rescued me, he said, you have to know where you've been to know where you're going. And we all need to know that. And we need to know that history has been altered in the education system. So um, we either fix that, put truth back in education so that we can learn from our history or teach the kids at home. And so that they can actually move into that beautiful cycle of life, of, of growth and what's natural and the gifts that we have within us all along. Yeah, and imagine a world where you uh, are educated in a way where you follow your desires and passions and your creative purpose, your vocation versus being channeled into a job, you know, right. and a nine to five where you're just suffering trauma every day. I mean, I think a high school that was traumatic for me, bully, bullies and terrible teachers. And I went to a good high school, you know, I supposedly, I mean, it's an all boys Catholic high school, like Bear went to Catholic high school. We're kind of we joke we're recovering Catholics. But the ability, like you said, like the pendulum, right? From the dark to light, the extreme light and being able to be free and sovereign. Is so, so important, uh, more important than ever, Kathy. And I think that's what it comes down to, right? Is sovereignty and understanding that we're all sovereign here and that, or at least, well, the God is sovereign, is the sovereignty and we get be the expression of the creator. And um, bullies, that's what we're talking about here, Bear. Bully. They're just a bunch of bullies. And what happens when you face a bully? The bully cowers and is you find out that the bully has a lot of shadow work to do themselves. So, um, yeah, turn the light on. The cockroaches go scattering into the corners. And that's what we're doing here. We're shining a bright light on it all. Yeah. You know, they can't, they can't touch the human spirit. They can't touch that light, that darkness can't creep in on it. They cannot possess the human spirit. They can only control expression of it through mind control and knowledge is our defense against it. So um, once we realize that they can't even taint that spirit, it's because it is sacred. It is our um, God connection. It is the whatever whatever um, words we want to put on it. It's, it seems so beyond words to me because when I was tortured um, out of my mind, my, my spirit was always in a safe, loving space. And from that safe, loving space, it's clear to see that um, the very simple reality is that truth prevails, love always wins, and we're connected to that. And we just need to remind each other of it and start sharing that truth, empower each other again, and bye-bye um, bullies. <laughs> Hmm. Well, you've uh, most definitely been surrounded by angels uh, from the start. So, and uh, I think that's the greatest realization we can all come to is that we all are. And uh, wow, what a, an amazing conversation today. Any final parting words or things you'd like to talk about? Uh, uh, I could talk to you uh, for a long time here, but, um, you know, just uh, any other final places you'd like to touch on? Well, I know people are concerned about the, um, the politics of the moment because it's, it's horrific what's being imposed on us all. And um, 
Once we reclaim our personal sovereignty, we can reclaim our national sovereignty and we can start bringing truth back into our lives and start living the love we are. Um, just shine your light in the meantime, because um, they can't touch it. And that's where we win. And um, it's a, a, a beautiful realization when we know that we are the ones who have all the power. <laughs> so shine it on. Beautiful. Fantastic. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks so much, Kathy, for joining us today. Um, you know, I got to admit, I was a little concerned. This was, we were going down some dark stuff and that can get really heavy, but I'm feeling pretty light right now. Um, and so inspired by you and your life and, and what you've accomplished because you are the extreme, right? You're like the extreme athlete of, of mind control recovery, <laughs> but we're all, every single soul on this planet is dealing with it in some level. So to be able to take it from a master of yourself and apply that to our lives is what this show is really all about today. So thank you so much for joining us. And I will put everything in the show notes below so people can go to your website. Please go support Kathy's work. Um, buy, get, the, get the books. I'll put them up on our AV book list as well on the top um, so you can support us. And Kathy, um, are those available? I hate to say it. I'm embarrassed that we still use Amazon because we get affiliate stuff from them and I'm trying to switch that out. But are your books on Amazon, Kathy? <laughs> I, well, I agree with you. Uh, yes, they, they are. Um, and they're on uh, Kindle. Okay. And, and those are, that is the only other place where my books are sold. Okay. So we will put those on alphavedic.com forward slash book list. Um, so you can purchase those there. Um, great reads. And uh, so such an important topic right now, because we're, we're seeing the mass um, mind control everywhere. And you, it's true, Barry, you look around and you do see some people that aren't there anymore. And we know that's a combination of the jibby jab and then the, the dumb tube that's on. And so turn it off, turn it off. Don't, don't do it. Don't take part. In the end, that's the thing. Just don't take part in it at all and go to your neighbor, hang out with your friends in person and um, spread your truth and live in your own uh, resolute truth, right? Um, and it's challenging right now, but I love Kathy, what you said. And this is something that I've been saying is embrace your trigger. If you see somebody out that's in a mask with their kids in masks and you are getting get angry, embrace that, realize why you have some shadow work or some stuff that's causing you to be angry and then smile at them because you don't have a mask on and remind them what a smile looks like. Right. And, and realize that they're, they're going through their own stuff too. So that's an important one to remember, guys. So, okay, Kathy, thanks so much. Everybody, thanks for joining us today. Um, we'll see you next week for a special Thanksgiving show. It's just going to be an in-house chat. Bear is going to be coming live from uh, down south on, at the beach. Rincon Point. Yeah, old surf spot, He's right? Surfing at Rincon. Oh, man, I'm <laughs> jealous, actually. I'll be up here and uh, beautiful on the Smith River, but we'll do a fun little in-house chat about uh, everything. But we'll, we'll talk about gratitude a lot because it's Thanksgiving and maybe do a little historical stuff. On I don't know, Bear. We'll figure it out. Yeah, um, I'll be on my laptop outside there and uh, it'll be fun. Cool. Kathy, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Uh, love you so much. And, uh, you know, again, can't admire anybody more for what you're doing for the entire planet and all of us here. So thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you too very much. <laughs>
Thanks again, everybody, for listening, for joining us in the chat. Shout out to Marty Leeds. He was in the chat for a bit. We love you, Marty. Uh, very special guy doing amazing work. And everybody else who joined us today, you guys rock. We'll see you in the Telegram. We love you. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. Oh, and as I always end, don't forget, get out in nature. Get your feet grounded in the soil. Go plant something. Go for a walk. Go talk to the animals. Uh, check out Anna Breitenberg's work. She's teaching people how to mentally talk to animals and you realize that the predator isn't evil. The predator's doing his job and the prey also says, I'm glad the predator is chasing me because it's part of the circle of life. Pretty amazing stuff. So check out her work. We love you guys and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers.